This is a special presentation of the One Man Revolution podcast, or what we like to call a secret show. If you stuck around on Facebook, you had a chance to see it. Otherwise, it's in your feed. What's the consensus on, you know, um, endorsing the all cops are bastard things? Because as I was telling the comrade... I, I have not said it. I refuse to say it. Right. I refuse to get behind that. Okay. I completely understand why people say it. Right. And I don't judge people for saying it, but right. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Very good. Um, so that, that was so uh, my was, so my sentiment is the fact that uh, even though I am a white privileged male, I will say it straight up: white privileged male. When a police officer is behind me in traffic, I will change lanes. If I'm drinking a beer with some friends uh, in Las Vegas in the street and I see police officers, I'm going to walk away because I don't want to deal with what they're going to do because they're going to come harass us regardless of the fact that we're a bunch of white privileged males. Um, it, it's I, I don't know why. I mean, I grew up in a not privileged environment and I was told a lot of times, you know, hey, if, the, if a police officer is approaching you, just... If you can get out of there before, just get out of there. You know, I mean, just leave. If you can possibly leave, leave. Because they're going to harass you and they're going to find a reason to uh, give you a fine, give you a ticket, arrest you, or whatever. Even though I'm a white man in a white man's world, and this was years ago when I was a younger man. That's what the problem was. I'm not a person of color, hung out with a lot of people of color, but it was one of those things where because I was in the environment that I was in, I was at risk. And every cop I saw and every cop I interacted with was a complete prick about it. Every last one. I can tell you that for a fact. And I've got people who are good friends who were in the police department and they're like, oh yeah, um, that guy's a complete dick. And I'm like, well, that's not helping my all cops are bastards problem. You know, so I understand where you're coming from and and you shouldn't get behind it, actually. Because looking as you do, if you say it, it's completely different than if I say it. <laughs> right? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it's completely different. Because you get shot, I get arrested. No, and I'm being completely serious, stoic. I'm being completely yeah. serious. I, you know. So I I feel the same way yeah. but for different different reasons um not that i don't think every cop i've interacted with hasn't been a complete dick um but because they they have a tremendous power over people's livelihoods yeah and their life and the directions they go and they are not held accountable for misuse of that power and 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 it's not just held accountable by whatever mysterious controls in the in the administrations that control cops they're not held accountable by their peers and and that's what spreads this cancer if you if you are if you know of a cop who treats people poorly who talks racist talk who wants to kill black people or anybody in particular and you don't do anything with him because he's your partner you're a bad cop you are also that bastard you are the uh i have a a, a quote on Twitter from Eli Weissel, um, which I have to look up to get it right, but it basically goes, if you do not stand up for injust against injustice, then you condone that injustice. Yeah. And that's why I 
I say all cops are bastard because where are the cops that are turning in people like like Derek Chauvin before he kills somebody? Where's the routing out of that guy? There were three other guys standing next to Derek Chauvin when he killed. Where are those three guys not getting them off uh, uh, George Floyd's neck yeah. before he dies? Or, or yeah. right away, yeah. right once he was under control. Right. They are all bastards. They are all standing up for each other, and they all defend each other's bad behavior, and that's why they're all bastards. There's even books named like The Thin Blue Line that we won't, get, yeah. we won't have to get into. Go ahead, comrade. You're, you're I, I don't want to belabor the point too much, but there is an aspect of this that I think is incredibly significant that doesn't get as much attention as it should. Yeah. Uh, prosecution of a police officer is basically career suicide. Yep. If you are a state prosecutor, you rely on the police to cooperate with you and give you the information you need to push forward a good case against a person that is uh, uh, charged with a crime. If the police refuse to work with you because you went after one of them, you, you cannot function in the system, which means that anybody who de- – you get one, right? Like any prosecutor can get one, but that's the end of it. You will never get another, which means that our, our entire justice system is built to insulate police from the justice system that they abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, one of the worst problems with with broad labels like all cops are bastards is there are plenty of good individual police officers. They give a shit. They like their community. They are there to help. They want to make the world a better place. And it's unfortunate that they are in a career, they're in a profession in this country that gives so much leeway to all the bastards and assholes who want to have a badge and do with as they please and live out this crooked fantasy. Yeah. Uh, but but where's, where's the change from them? Where's the pushback on change well, but, of policies? But, but where's they the pushback? Are, but they are just as powerless as these prosecutors because they, if, they are, if you out your own guy, nobody wants to ride with you and nobody wants it, to work it, with it, you and, and protect your so You're, you're and still protected by the union, right? Nah, nope. So, and that's my whole point. See, it, it, that's my whole point with the whole ACAB thing. Because you, this isn't just police. This right. is military. Yep. This is private yep. companies. Yep. This yep. is law firms. Yep. These are private equity firms. Yep. This is every single industry. I would argue that every industry, not just in America, but around the world, there are mm-hmm. boys clubs or clubs, insert whatever gender preference. And it's all very, very similar. Now, yes, I understand. But, we're talking law enforcers. We're talking law enforcement. We're talking about men and women who uphold and clearly enforce the law. I understand the responsibility that they have and the power that's entrusted to them. But at the same time, if we're going to say ACAP, then you got to say all FedEx drivers are assholes. Well, have you seen them deliver packages every now and again? (laughs) They're pretty much all bastards, too. The difference being is that a FedEx driver is not going to shoot me in the back. Right. No, I get that. I understand that. It's... that's 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 entirely the difference. If doctors were going around killing particular people, then we would call all doctors bastards because they well, have the power. That's debatable, also because of not <laughs> just write, the, yep. well, just yep. not just the history of this country, but also in terms of we've seen quote unquote accidents and we've seen and heard. Wait, Doctors may have been a bad choice because there is <laughs> racism in medical care and it's terrible. Uh, but but my point was, if any other profession was going around killing people, we would also think that profession was bad as well. In the Here's same the thing. Way. See, the police, the reason why you can say that blatantly, ACAB, is because you can visually, it's an immediate death as opposed to a congressman. Yeah. As opposed right. to gerrymandering. 
Yeah. As opposed to, to your point, doctors. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. They are part of a system that, to Comrade's point, it's unfortunate that if you are in law enforcement, you are not just on the front line of in the in the line of duty, but you're also the the the, the immediate visual representation mm-hmm. of the evil in this country. Well, but, Stoic, we but, said but, last but, week. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, and I'll tell us. I'll go. The thespian had a thing, and then I want to go. Okay. Just a quick little. Had you said instead of FedEx, had you said DoorDash? Or something like well, that. Insert any, insert any, any system at all. Any system at all. Part of a system is going yeah. to. You have. You, here's what I'm going to say. You yeah. have to. Everybody picks their battles. Yeah. Because if I'm if I'm on the train, there's been several times where I've been on the train here, and there's been a degrading someone being degraded. There's been someone being spoken down to, and I feel terrible about it. Some people just get up and move cars, especially mm-hmm. if it's if we're stopped. They'll get out of the car and leave. Mm-hmm. You. This is America. Specifically, I mean, it's worldwide, but specifically here, this is America. And this is what kind of frustrates me is that, oh, well, if you don't stand up, well, if you don't do this, well, look, you have to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Is it worth ratting out that guy versus mm-hmm. you losing your job and, and you being part, like, let's say you, you have a block that you patrol. They trust you. They know you. Is it worth being replaced by someone who's just as bad as him? So, so the... And you know, and, and it is. It's a very, it's a very touchy topic. It's it's so much going on. I'm, I'll let you guys talk in a second. Yeah, no, those are absolutely on, valid. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that that's pretty much it. But it's just that we we have to pick our battles. And I don't like this whole. That's just it. Mm-hmm. He's a bastard. That's it. There's mm-hmm. a lot I can say about the black community and how we sort of, you know, we kind of contradict ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic that I could get mm-hmm. onto and talk about specific things. But we, have, we should have a show. It's like the Stoic talks black. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody but what, does it. I just don't like to see law enforcement as if they're not people, as if they're not human, as if they're not, you know, men and women. Upon entering the academy, they had this vision. They have still the desire to do these things with their limited power to do good. Um, so, so yeah, comrades. So, so we, we've talked about this a lot on the show, and I, I don't want to talk about you go too far afield on these things but one of the biggest problems is the methodology of policing they're not given the local resources they need multiple bodies nearby to help contain a situation they're given the wrong kind of training they're not trained to de-escalate and contain they're trained to uh, shock and awe with kick in the door scream at everyone get control by fear and react with a lightning speed to any potential threat with deadly and, force uh, they are given the psychology of priority one is getting home to your family first. Yeah. Forget everything else. You do what you need to to get home first. And all of this leads to uh, an analogy that I like to make, which is this. If I'm an average Joe with a gun and I go into a target and I see someone being assaulted and I shoot the person doing the assaulting, I face a very stringent amount of legal pressure to justify my action. Much in the same way that a average Joe putting out a tweet can do what he wants, nobody really cares. But the moment you're the president and you make a tweet about a certain kind of a thing, or you're a cop with a gun, the there's a pressure and an expectation that is way above and beyond the normal person. Right? It's representational. Like, right. It's 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 you in putting on that badge or you in accepting that oath of office have accepted a greater level of, of, of responsibility that no citizen should have to worry about or should be putting on themselves, right? Like that's the whole point 
of swearing an oath of office or swearing an oath of duty or whatever they do, right, is you are accepting a greater duty and burden. You have the ability, you've been given the legal ability to be judge, jury, and executioner. You should then be trained and empowered to be nothing more than the person who captures a potential criminal or an alleged criminal and deliver them to the proper justice system. And our police are not doing that. Uh, to, I should say plenty of police are doing that in the United States, but the, the, the rate of incident in which police are becoming judge, jury, and executioner is way beyond acceptable. And that's where all of this comes from. Canadian. So, so I was going to say something similar but not as eloquent. Uh, in that there is a choice in how policing occurs, right? And how policing happens. And that choice in itself recruits people who want to behave in that way, right? So because we have a brutal police force, right? The the brutality is the message. You comply or you get brutalized. You get brutes in your police force. Right. I, I, I would like to imagine how many police would not be police if the object of policing was to 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 break up situations to stop crime to de-escalate to de-escalate yeah. to to provide assistance you know to 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 be the interventioner to maybe not come home to your family right as the first priority because you were a cop and that is your job you Take the risk to not come home because you're doing it for everybody else who then can come home, mm-hmm. right? That that kind of of mentality shift. I wonder how many cops in America wouldn't be there. Mm-mm. Certainly, Derek Chauvin would not have been there if that if the if de-escalation and and lack of violence was the choice. Mm-hmm. And right? one of the and, things we talked about last week. That's sort of why I think that the the bastard thing. Sorry, go ahead. And one of the things we talked about last week was the fact that the fallacy is that cops are getting shot left and right and dying left and right. And we looked up statistics and the statistics said last year, COVID-19 killed the majority of the police officers. It wasn't getting shot. Factor of three, but more than that, it was like eight to 235. It was a ridiculous number, you know? So to me, you know, this whole idea where, every one of their interactions is for them. I've had guns pulled on me by police officers. I mean, where every interaction is they pull their gun. Well, they shouldn't have guns in their hands. Mm -hmm. uh, To me, it's like, wow, that there should be a special group that is called in when a gun is needed. Well, that's what they do in Europe. If I'm not mistaken, that is what they do in Europe. And there's, and, and let me put it this way. Um, there's a whole lot left, fewer people that are shot in Europe, you know, and Australia and, China and everywhere else in the world, we lead the world in incarceration and shootings of citizens. You know, that should say something about America. And that's something that I don't think I once said about America. I don't want to live. Why? You know, and people are like, oh, if you don't like it, just leave. Well, you know what? Maybe in a few years I will, you know, but uh, uh, I will have, I will have a, there will be a uh, there will be a, a winery. There will yes. be a winery. There will be all yeah. There's a whole thing that I'm I've working on right now. I've already found a nurse that can just like help take care of our our needs. She has a really cute little chihuahua. If she doesn't have the nurse's outfit, I don't want her. Um, comrade. <laughs> I'm sure she would. Nice. I, I want to. I'm going to use this moment to kind of appeal to the other side here. 
Um, well, we're not taking your side. That's well, no, 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 no. If all it takes for you to get shot dead by a cop is the potential sighting of a weapon on your person, you do not have the right to bear arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And to that point, it's it's really interesting. I I thought of this when the the revolutionary had had said his you know we we have the highest. Uh, killings by our own citizens, I guess, government. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. Cause police are under government. I don't really yep. know. Yep. Um, but Systematic killings. If we are the freest country in the world, as they say, it doesn't really sound like we're that like, Nope. Free. Nope. No. And when and John, honestly, yeah. another country's government sounds really appealing. Correct. Just and, and when and out. when justice, like, I, I would be okay with doing that. And when just yeah, a few years. and when Justice Kavanaugh, you know, convinces the rest of the court that it's that that if a thirteen-year-old commits a crime with a gun, mm-hmm. that that person should be in the in prison for the rest of their lives without mm-hmm. any chance of redemption. And that is now law of the land. I want to point out. Okay, until it's challenged again and makes it all the way to the Supreme Wait, did Court. That happen? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It what, happened what two weeks that? ago. Um, it was a case out of was it Alabama, Arkansas, some southern I think state. It was Arkansas. 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 That the thirteen year old committed a crime with a gun. No, it was a knife. He was a knife? Oh, stabbed his grandfather. Oh, there it was. Committed he was a, beating him. Yeah. By at the time. Yeah. And was sentenced uh to life in prison. Uh, no as, as a juvenile with no parole, it was Mississippi. Ah, uh, there it is. Oh. Good, even better. And that that was sent to the Supreme Court. It doesn't matter. It was a Southern state, uh, and it was and it was a non-white kid. So that's all all that should have to be said. Um, and it made it all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court goes uh, under with Kavanaugh writing the majority opinion. Yeah, some people are just irredeemable, you know. Mm-hmm. So and it, over, it overturned two existing precedents that yeah. changed that, that yeah. said you couldn't do that, the, that there had to be explicit causality yeah. and reasons behind it that defined why they were irredeemable, not just a judge decided. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it, it goes from all cops to all judges who support the, the, the for the for well, profit, yeah, the up. for profit, all the way to the Supreme Court, which is now supporting this conservative white ideal of black kid knife, stay in prison for the rest of your life. But that's that's my whole point because it sounds yeah. like just going back from uh, from what the the comrade said. This is our first secret show of the year uh, of the of the series, by the way, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it, yeah. it, 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 it's a system. So yeah. then let's just say that because what yeah. we're doing with ACAB is we're saying it's the same as saying this is why Hispanics are bad. This is why blacks are bad. All of them are bad because of this. All of them. No, it's, but those are races, and cops are a profession. Cops no, are a profession. So the profession right, is here's bad. Here's the point I'm trying to make: the same sort of evidence, the same uh, um, tools that we have at our disposal to use to paint and what we're choosing to, 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 to use is the same thing we do with everybody else. And yeah. it's not any better yeah. because we know, okay, mm. black people committing a crime. You can make an argument that the lack of resources in most black communities, the lack of opportunities in most black, uh, black communities, the lack of resources across the board and most or uh, a lot of communities of color 
This is why it may seem that the decisions that they make are like this. Or but, stoic. But, but what, the police are policing the, the black thing. the black community more because it's easier to arrest people there because it is. So, so you get a higher arrest rate, you get a higher conviction rate, you get a higher everything. <clears throat> because, yes, if you go into that community, because they are economically and institutionally depressed, you can make easier arrests. And you, if I'm you police that, then that's the thing that. So that would be a bastard of maneuver. At the reasons why. Yeah. Instead of looking at that's what I'm saying. But they're societal. Right but they're societal, not policing issues. So if we solve the societal issues, and I say this over and over and over again, oh, absolutely. If we actually solved societal issues, you wouldn't have the policing issues, right? Sure. At all. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thespian, because you have. No, the, I forgot it. I was. Sticking I, with it for a while, and then this is the portion of the show where we're all good and drunk. Out. I was like, I, yeah. so I, still, I, still I want bastards. to I want to address something though, Stoic. You're you're implying that um, the rate of incident for police against civilians is similar to a skewed statistical trend of certain races and crime data, right? And and my problem with that analogy is every police officer that kills a person outside of very, very small circumstances where it does come out that generally it was justified, they had other options. Yeah, They, as a professional, putting themselves in, in, in harm's way, have many options. They are trained. They are given resources. They are given opportunity to respond in a way that is appropriate. Yeah, uh, I will agree that as a society right now, we are on pins and needles for every single incident of police-involved shooting being a, a racist thing. The shooting in Ohio is a very good example. Turns out it was completely justified because the police officer saw a woman with a knife assaulting another woman. He said, cool, she's got to go. Comrade, I will, I will vehemently agree to disagree on that one because that's not... <laughs> Because that is not true. Wait, All that's not true. Wait, so, so, the 16-year-old... Let me finish let, my let him thought. Finish. Oh, Please. I thought for sure there was going to be an F I was just trying to figure out who you were talking about in yes. Ohio. It was about to blow up. I wanted to get ahead of it because that's the <laughs> only way I can, apparently. No, but I didn't... There was, there was a call for a domestic disturbance in Ohio uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, a single police officer, already a problem, shows up to a house fight. He rolls in. All he knows is somebody was threatening to beat up somebody else. What he sees as he gets out of his vehicle is is a grown man drop kicking a teenager to the sidewalk another teenager with a knife in her hand on the ground getting up and taking a swing with that knife against an unarmed other person so the police officer does the only thing he he can do in that particular set of circumstances and he shoots the armed person in less than 20 now, now, seconds now, of arriving have, at the issue we all have the the luxury of hindsight and a non-panic response he's only on the job for 2 years he he, it, he was a he was a marksman in the military for like seven years. Still doesn't no. Nope. Wait, let him finish. So, go ahead, and finish. Then I'm going to talk. Yeah, go ahead. So, and I did not want to get into this. I was trying to use this as an example of illustrating. It's the worst how, example ever. No, if you it's don't not. want to get into it, why would you use it as an example? Because just we've keep, already just, talked about this. Just keep, come on, no. just keep, just keep going. Fight through it. <laughs> I'm sorry. My my point was because I've seen multiple angles of the video that in this circumstance, the police officer did exactly what he was trained to do, and he did it correctly because he saw a lethal threat against an unarmed civilian, and he took down the lethal threat. 
to the credit of the police officer in the circumstance, his shooting was immaculate because there was a large crowd of people doing a lot of things all at once, and he hit a moving target without causing harm to anyone yeah. else. Besides the besides he, the minor, hang on, I'm, 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 hang I'm going on. next. All right, all right. All of that being said, and this is where the all cops are bastards discussion gets very tricky. This man showed up to a a fight in the middle of a yard, knowing nothing about anyone. It turns out the girl with the knife was the one who made the phone call because she was worried for the health of her family. So she felt she was defending herself. The police officer showing up has no opportunity to know any of this, which is why I get back to the first problem is an officer showing up solo. No cop should ever go into any circumstance alone. They should be traveling in pairs so they have backup and an opportunity to de-escalate a situation. Is the procedure that the cop followed the best procedure for that circumstance? Absolutely not. Did he follow the procedure he was taught to follow correctly? Yes. And and, and the fact that it wasn't her knife and she took the knife away. away from someone and she had the knife at the woman's oh, neck who that, had the that, knife, that, that means absolutely nothing to any of this. I understand. Yeah, it's fine. That's, that's yeah. irrelevant. That's the irrelevant. Yeah. Is is the cop did exactly what he was trained to do. Was kill. Yeah. But trained but to kill. He is he is trained to kill. That's what he is trained to do. You stop a situation with your gun. Yep. So until they are no longer trained to kill, they they won't be bastards. So we'll just wrap it up with the Canadian's comment, and then we'll let the Stoic have the last word since you started this. So go ahead, ahead, Canadian, you finish. (laughs) Uh, so, So that was my point. The training could be otherwise, and then the girl would still be alive. Somebody might be injured. Maybe. But everybody would be, people would likely be alive. And that that's the difference between between what could have happened and what the training for cops are. Correct. And and that's part of the problem. And secondly, you can't talk about systemic problems with isolated incidents. You have to talk Absolutely. about them as the whole. And in general, cops are trained to respond with violence, and that's the problem. You had to respond with violence. So go ahead, Stoic. You wrap all of this up. You have the last word because you started it. And this is our first secret show in the feed of volume four. four. Yeah, volume four. I mean, at the end of the day, it it all sounds like systems to me. And the only reason I brought up the comparison between using the paintbrush against with ACAB and the black community and, you know, Hispanics or Jews or whoever. Hey, what'd you bring your Jews in this for? Because they are also no, no. Go ahead, go mind. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. They, they get, they get. Including <laughs> everyone. He didn't bring it up before. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Everybody but white males gets hit with a brush eventually. Oh, white males get hit with a brush. Trust me. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. But that's the whole. That's the whole point. Yeah. You, you're never going to do the research, and no one's ever really going to do that. But in this case, I understand that law enforcement are part of a much bigger problem. That's mm-hmm. much easier to see the symptoms in your yep. face. It's much easier to see that. And it's the same in a lot of, it's not the same. It's easy in, in minority communities to say, to call Mexicans rapists, drug dealers. It's easy to do that because you have a lot of people that are going to buy into that. It's easy to call black people thugs and criminals because you have a lot of support, a lot of people that are going to believe that. And so, yeah, I mean, I just don't like the notion that we're using the same posture when it comes to law enforcement, all cops are bashed. That's just it. I mean, I understand that the system sort of uh, mutates them and, and creates that. 
But we need to, I, I just feel like as a society, we need to keep the focus on the system and not the individual law enforcement officers. That's, that's my whole thing. That's fair. And there you go. So I'm going to stop the recording for a second. We're all done. I'm going to stop the recording for a second. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to reset. I'm going to reset it. I'm going to give a little, uh, I'm going to make an opening for this real quick. And then I'm going to make it. We need B-roll. And so everyone be quiet for a second. So thank you, Stoic. You, I, I, you know, regardless if we agree or disagree with you, this is always good conversation to have when someone just rolls off a, a statement that comes from a movement of one type or another. So it's always good to have discussion over it, whether people agree with it or not, in order to allow for that discussion to happen. And this is what should be happening all over, not just at the end of one of our shows when we're all tipsy enough to just let us all talk.